Hello and welcome to the 36th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Kyle Winan, and I'm here with podcast co-host, Jamie Kortz. Hello. <laughs> and Gaming Union Editor-in-Chief, Daryl. Hello. <laughs> See, there's some <laughs> harmony for you. Yeah, there's some nice harmonies. <laughs> yeah. So uh, David and Lauren aren't here as they're both at university this very second. Well, they could be Literally the second. Yeah. So uh, this show, we got news. And we've got our question segment, and we're out of here. Okay. Unfortunately, neither Jamie and I have finished Final Fantasy XIII yet. And actually, David, has, David hasn't either. I so, have. yeah, Daryl has. Well, you did like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we're hoping to do our spoiler-free full impressions episode of Final Fantasy XIII next time. Next time. We'll get you next time. We'll get you next time. I owe you. Yeah. So as always, Final Fantasy Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network, and it comes out on the iTunes Store and FinalFantasyUnion.com. And if they were here, you'd also say FF-13.net. So, slight and show updates. As you may have heard on Kingdom Hearts Union, we're bringing on volunteers for that website. Uh, but we're also doing it for FinalFantasyUnion.com. So FinalFantasyUnion.com will soon have quite the overhaul, so we're starting a volunteers recruitment drive. I'm looking to bring on a few news and community post writers, as well as another content writer, perhaps. I'll be contacting applicants back around the end of April, so if you'd like to get your name on the list, please email me. My email address is kyle at gamingunion.net. Uh, requirements? You have to be 15 years old at least. You have to have good writing skills. Prove that in your email, please. Uh, motivation and a love for Final Fantasy. And applicants that I contact back will begin testing to see if they make the cut you know, around the end of April. Uh, if you've already applied to KingdomHeartsUnion.com, you can still apply for FinalFantasyUnion.com as well. And that's that. Unless you have a comment, Daryl. I don't have a comment. Other than the new website is looking hot. So hot. I would definitely have to agree. I, I wish it was I'd live right now, but we're working our buns <laughs> off on it. Soon, Kyle. Soon. Soon. Patience or patience is a uh, something a virtue. A virtue. virtue, yes. Virtuous, delicious. Yeah, virtuous mission. Th- that's a quote from you, isn't it? Delicious. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you can box quote me on that one. Everybody's been enjoying our Final Fantasy Thirteen <laughs> interviews so far. We've done Ali Hillis, the voice of uh, Lightning. Uh, I think. No. <laughs> I think it was something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think it was one of the major characters. Yeah. I'm not sure. Troy but... Baker. I think he was the Chocobo. No, no, he was he, he, was, snow. he was he was Snow. Yeah, that's right. He played the chocobo. Yeah. (laughs) Then uh, Rachel Robinson, the voice of Webbyun Fang. So he's not Australian. He's not Australian, surprisingly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How about that? How how about that? How? (laughs) But uh, we're working on getting more. We don't have a guaranteed one just at the moment, but we do have contacts. So uh, I'll let you guys know when our next one is spreading up. I'm trying also for some Kingdom Hearts ones as well for Kingdom Hearts Union right now. So exciting times. Get pumped. You guys ready for Final Fantasy Union news? This was actually posted by Jamie on Gaming Union. and then, It's all me. Yeah. Right there. It's all Jamie. So uh, Square Enix will be bringing their DS title, The Four Heroes of Light Final Fantasy, to Western Shores. That means North America. And probably everywhere in between the shores. Yeah. And <laughs> Europe sometime in the next five years. Yeah. Hopefully. Localization pending. Yeah. So uh, I don't think many of us have really heard much or talked about the Four Heroes of Light, but it's kind of like the game they made for DS after Final Fantasy IV. But... Yeah, it was like their offshoot. I think it was the same guys that made fours with three and four on DS. 
I don't know, because they also made nostalgia for the DS, but oh, yeah, maybe, because, so, yeah, I mean, I it know. looks exactly the same anyway. Well, yeah. sort of. I mean, we were watching trailers earlier, and it looks a lot like uh, um, Animal uh, Crossing. Animal Crossing, yeah. yeah it's, it's like right. Animal Crossing meets Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. I, th- yeah. I think it's kind of like the Final Fantasy Zelda Full Swords. I don't know. It looked yeah. like it was just like a four-player party system. Um, oh, one player, four like uh, party like members. Four, yeah, four party member, one player. I kind of like the look of it because, I mean, well, I didn't get to see how the battle system really works because... Well, isn't it just like another remake of the original Final Fantasy? I don't think so exactly. I mean, you... it's supposed to be an offshoot, but they're removing... I f- okay, what was this? It was no... There's no MP in it. It uses uh, a different system. Active time battle? Um, not quite. No. Uh. <laughs> But it's it uses a different system and it also has the job systems I think as well again. That's not too bad. Yeah, I kind of like job systems. It, it is it is four player though. It is four player. Oh, there you go. Breaking news. Breaking news. Four player in the I, four. I, I'm, of I'm interested to play because I mean I I liked Final Fantasy four for the DS a lot more than Final Fantasy three. Final Fantasy three I played and didn't like, but I can't remember why I stopped playing four. I think it's just because uh, there's so many random battles just all the time. You just start grinding and it it's just, just gets the, the grinding. Where you have I was, to stop. Yeah, I was at. I can't remember where I was. I think I Cecil was a white knight, and I was at this castle where one of the fiends turned into like a giant. Spoilers. I can't remember. Yeah, that's 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 another good point. Spo- fiends oh. turned into something. That's <laughs> yeah. all I know. Because you know, Final Fantasy four hasn't been out for like ten yeah, years. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Probably twenty years. Spoiler alert for those who haven't yeah. played in the but past the, fifteen years. But there's some Square Enix has some speculation going on. They're thinking of dropping Final Fantasy from the name of the game when they release it internationally. So it'd just be the Four Heroes of Light. Probably a bad move. Yeah, it'll probably hurt it more than it helps it. At first, I was curious about it because I I don't know, like maybe uh, just because of the reception that. Final Fantasy offshoots of head here that people may ignore it more because it has the Final Fantasy name. Right. But I don't know. It'll just be another DS title. The, that's well, the thing, they'll yeah. push this Square Enix is making this from the creators of Final Fantasy, a game yeah. that was called Final Fantasy. But look at how well The World Ends With You did. That's true. It's, it's, a, it's a really difficult situation because you have a Final Fantasy game on the DS, so it's like you can try to use the Final Fantasy name to remove it or it might hurt it. But yeah, then again, at the same time, if you remove it, it's just another DS game. So you're like, ooh, it's tricky. Imagine it's it was, not made by Nintendo. Imagine if it was called Final Fantasy The World Ends With You. That'd be bizarre. <laughs> well, it has a numeric four in the middle, which makes me think of Left for Dead. So it's yeah. like Final Fantasy Left for Heroes of Light. It's bizarre, Dead. though, because everybody, it's pretty uh, ex- well accepted that, you know, Square Enix kind of milks the Final Fantasy brand quite a bit. You know, like They do have a lot of good titles, but they also have a lot of crap <laughs> for lack a of a better of word expletive deleted <laughs> so i uh, might remember this uh this game though because it was it was square enix's mystery announcement last i do year. remember that like, yeah um, around september wasn't it the time, jump festa thing they did was that the announcement no it was like a, it was a website teaser trailer. oh that's right the countdown yeah the four kids riding a dragon that's a right friendly looking dragon yeah yeah i do remember. And everybody game. was like everybody was like it's gonna be a new chrono trigger and it wasn't Surprise. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. So uh, no release date has really been set for it in Europe or North America, which is a great shame. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I would guess sometime this year, because, I mean, it's, what, April, and they have eight months to localize it, and they're just announcing it, so... It'll yeah. probably be in the summer. Summer or, you know, Christmas time. Yeah, another... Well, it came out October in Japan, so... Yeah. Could be. Could be. Could like be. a year for a DS port is... Yeah. <laughs> Anybody yeah. actually got some excitement for the title? We all seem kind of like 
Yeah. Yeah, Four Heroes of Light is just kind of... It's what is with them in their generic titles? Can they just make something a little more exciting? Like if you're gonna drop a name, change the name entirely. Yeah, they could probably think of some unique. Call uh, it four bad dudes. <laughs> with Killing swords. stuff. Story. Yeah. Daryl. Um, it doesn't really interest me that much, to be honest. Yeah, I mean they're uh, kind of hit and miss. Mostly swing and miss for DS titles from Square Enix. I haven't played the Dragon Quest titles though, so. Don't hold me to that. You're not Japanese, so you don't have to play the Dragon Quest titles. That's true. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Tetsuya Nomura jacked the Square Enix member's Twitter account not long ago to briefly talk about the latest game he's directing, Final Fantasy vs. 13, which you guys might remember. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Does it ring a bell? It sounds familiar. Sounds familiar? Kind of. A little bit. Yeah, why, have I, why do I know that? Name? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, you know it's, it's something like we've heard a lot of about it in Promises, but then... It just disappeared. It's I like think. it's been looming in my head for years. Yeah, something like that. Like four, four years, four years almost. I think almost. I think it'll be four years next month. Yeah. So uh, anyway, he was talking about the development status of the game, and he said, "Not everything is connected together, so the various areas have different levels of progress. However, you can fly across the world map in an airship." So basically, he's saying that in four years they haven't really achieved much, but they do have airships. They do have airships. Yeah. We have airships that fly across a map. Yeah. Big announcement. <laughs> That's why they saved it for Twitter. Yeah. Hold on, guys. Hold on. It's time to spill the beans here. Stop the presses. We've got airships. Done. <laughs> in Final Fantasy. The internet did kind of explode about the announcement because, you know, Final Fantasy thirteen. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a contentious issue there. Yeah, no towns, no world map. Yeah, yeah. no airships. And uh, everyone was getting really upset. So, so like, guess what? For everybody who hates 13, there's versus 13. Yeah. Which it's is going like, to be the polar opposite. It's like they take Maybe the best. Maybe this was their plan all along. Yeah, they take the yeah. best of the Final Fantasy worlds and they split them between two games. And then fill yeah. in the remainder area with controversial stuff. Yeah, it's like they're reversing the combat. Like, they got traditional combat in 13. More traditional sort of, combat yeah. in 13. And then versus is apparently going to be, like, action stuff. Like, kind Kingdom, of Hearts. Kingdom Hearts thing. Right. And then you've got the traditional map traveling in verses, but they're going to remove that from the 13. From so it's the really weird. And then Nomura <laughs> is going to say, bam, this is what happens it. if you stay PS3 exclusive. <laughs> if you stay PS3 exclusive, you'll get the good game. <laughs> versus announced for 360. Go. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, yay, controllable airships. Yeah, I know we, we, we've heard about airships in the game. I, I guess the big scoop here was that you can control them, but I kind of assumed that from the beginning. Yeah. They give you an airship, you can control it. You know, yeah. the well, there's airships in Final Fantasy Eleven, and you can't control them. I wonder if their scale is going to be like over the top size again, too. Where it's like, I hope so. You know, scale compared to the world, it would be like the size of five cities. Otherwise, if it is scale compared, if it's proper scale, then Final Fantasy Thirteen technically does have a world map because it's yeah. perfect scale. Yeah. You just can't exactly. backtrack. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but I don't know. I'd like to see a humongous, uh, what's his name? The, Noctis, Noctis. Noctis. How could I forget that? <laughs> because oh, yeah, heard never heard it in like never hear about two it. years. <laughs> yeah. It would be great to see a giant Noctis sticking out of the woods. <laughs> gigantic Noctis trampling through trees. <laughs> if they made it more realistic and it was kind of like destructible areas. Any any last thoughts? Woohoo. Yeehaw. I feel like we should be playing that song too in the background right now. Yeah, <laughs> just losing it. Just losing it. Yeah, just rock it some blue. Yeah. All right, Daryl, I'll let you take the next piece here. 
Okay, well, Square Enix announced that Final Fantasy XIII is officially the fastest-selling Final Fantasy main game in the franchise's history. According to Square Enix, following the release of Final Fantasy XIII, it recorded record recorded the largest first week sales in the franchise's history, sold over one million copies in its first week. Woohoo! More nice. song two. <laughs> More song two. Just keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not too bad, I guess. Slightly unsure whether this is just Western sales or Japanese as well, because it wasn't the fastest Japanese selling. Well, maybe they're combining the first weeks, because you know if. If they did that, maybe. But then again, can, is that is that really fair? Because it came out in December in Japan and yeah. oh, March. It's like best first first week sales if we combine two different weeks together from yeah. international releases. Yeah. It, well, the big thing will be how long will it sustain? Best really? hypothetical first week. It doesn't ever. look like it's sustaining <laughs> yeah. it very well. It's kind of dropped it out of the UK charts. Well, the big already. thing too is it's one of those games where it's like the people who've been anticipating it are probably getting it right away. Oh yeah, they've all the exception of a few people. But um, <laughs> that's what always yeah. happens. Like it's like sixty-seven percent of all uh, Final Fantasy games in Japan sell in the first week. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there is the Christmas numbers to account for. I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of an explosion around there, just yeah, for people who... Maybe, you know. that's kind of like nine months off of its release. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, if, as long as it holds enough to to be around that time. I'm sure there's kids out there who are like, I want Final Fantasy. They'll probably just release some DLC around then, because, you know, they're They'll so flip-floppy about it. probably have a birthday between now and then. Yeah. They'll probably have what? Well, that's true. But yeah, there may <laughs> be a birthday, birthday between then <laughs> and Christmas. But no kid wants Final Fantasy for a birthday. That's a Christmas gift. <laughs> yeah, I know. You gotta have your weeks off, man. You get that for your birthday in the middle of the week. You're just like, Ugh. so, uh, Daryl. I'm waiting to hear your comments. David's not here to to uh, you know song to this up. So, I uh, oh, I don't think it's. I'm I'm unsure whether it's actually gonna sell that great. According to VG Charts, which is not the most accurate source in the world, it's sold about three and a half million so far. Um, was it 12 sell like six and that was considered like five and a half five and a half i think it'll make it there uh, so it's got to sell another two million at least to even be on par with like 12 which is the lowest selling well if you look at games like uncharted it it took them a little while to climb up the ladder but then again uncharted was like the best reviewed game ever so yeah it was also massive <laughs> final so. fantasy 13 not not so greatly reviewed yeah, and I mean, that's a big Western thing, too. I mean, it's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to compare a Western game to an Eastern game, I guess, in that sense, but but Eastern it does... Game. Never thought of it like that. <laughs> Just Eastern, Eastern developed. Yeah, game. I know what you mean. I should say. I should specify that a little bit. I think games have a lot longer tail in terms of sales in the West. I think that's pretty obvious if you just look at well, it. Well, it's, it's, its sales have kind of been a bit here or there. Some weeks it's done better than other titles some weeks it's done worse and when it's done worse it's done a lot worse hmm. so it should be interesting <laughs> we're not all that optimistic no yeah what does it mean final fantasy 13 selling less than 4 million copies it's just kind of like what? another it's aside alongside all the other triple a games it's not like haha laughing down at you from the top of the hill yeah it's like oh we didn't match call of duty but you know i guess we'll have to deal yeah yeah, they're gonna be reevaluating. What the heck did we do wrong here? <laughs> Should have made it for Wii. Should have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't you know if you just make something for Wii, you'll sell like three times the copies. Exactly. Well, Dragon Quest Ten will be the uh, litmus test for that one. It'll say watermark litmus test is the one. It'll set the watermark if it does well. There you go. There you go. High watermark. Watershed. There you go. <laughs> Love buzzwords. I, I, didn't, I didn't quite interpret shed right there. Um, moving right along. 
Our last bit of news for this episode. Final Fantasy Nine. It's being confirmed for Japanese PSN. Here it comes. Are you excited, Jamie? So pumped. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I never really played this. This story is just ridiculous. Yeah. They they teased it on Twitter for a little while, but well, it, it wasn't even that. It. Like I think wasn't it Hashimoto, who's the vice president of Square Enix, was on Twitter and he was asking for people's questions, and then like, someone yeah, what said, do you think of nine? Is Final Fantasy Nine going to be on PSN? He was like, I didn't even think people would want that. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I didn't know people want that. It was just like the Final Fantasy Seven announcement. I don't think we're going to do that. I don't know if it's that popular. Most so, requested remake, 7. I don't know, guys. In my books, Final Fantasy 7 is the new Duke Nukem Forever. It almost is. It's it really... Is. It is. It's, it's the Japanese <laughs> it's like, Duke then, Nukem. Then they, yeah. then they went to the Nukem board and they were like, should, should we release it? Well, what do you think? It doesn't really cost any money and everyone's going to buy it. Yeah. So they, they've confirmed it'll be out in Japan on PSN. No date specified, but they haven't said anything about North America, which, you know, not surprising, yeah. but it'll probably come here because that's how it works. Seven and eight are the highest selling games on PSN. Pretty much. <laughs> if that is actually honestly the case that they were like, oh, somebody suggested Final Fantasy IX. It's like, hey, that's a darn good idea, Joe. Hey, yeah. I didn't think that after seven and eight did so well that nine would do well I thought well everybody too. would just be like, yeah, we had our fill, you know. Yeah. Oh, we're kind of done with that whole thing. You know, we, we've made our money. We're moving on. Yeah. Why would we keep going? Yeah. We're only a company. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> if that is the case, that is terrible. But <laughs> Yeah, that scares me. <laughs> me too. I weep for the future. But it, it makes so much sense of all the mistakes Square Enix does make. So then, then again, it makes complete sense. <laughs> We're not doing that. Okay. That's dumb. <laughs> it's like the perfect impression. Okay. It's like, so we're going to spend like uh, 90% of our financial revenue on making a film that's going to just completely bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a smart move. Let's, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Toss it at Fantastic. accounting, see what they say. Yeah. Accounting checked in drunk again today. Crunch these numbers again. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, we're not going to make it anything to do with Final Fantasy as well. Just We're just going to shove the name in the title. <laughs> it's, it's a great idea. It's going to sell. I just love this. We have like a couple of great interviews in a row with Final Fantasy voice actors, then turn right around and <laughs> slam the board. <laughs> back back to our roots. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting back to our roots now. So I, I was checking up on the Gaming Union Network forums, and uh, a lot of people are excited for it. I mean, you know, Final Fantasy IX was a good game, <clears throat> and it can be a good game again. It, it was one. I think it's one of those <laughs> ones where people liked it or they didn't like it. What was that whole EA thing, right? What the big? Well, what they had something to do with EA for nine or something like that? Was that? Well, they nine? helped publish it. Yeah, somewhere, but a lot of people. Yeah, he published ten as well. Yeah, well, they freaked out about. I remember people freaking out about that when nine came out. They were like, "EA's working on it. Oh my god, it's, it's gonna the... be ruined." And it's all like, they it's did was they printed the box yeah. and put it on a shelf. That's all yeah. EA did. did. People were like freaking. Out. I remember like he's like just distribution and publishing is being done by EA, and everybody's like, "Oh my god." The series is ruined. <laughs> it's End like, what does world. distribution and publishing mean? Hmm. Yeah. No influence on the game whatsoever. Yeah. Except for sales. People get mad about everything. It's the internet. I, I, I would like That's to That's why play. there's so many sequels. They're just, they're just milking it. It's all because of EA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Square Enix would never model themselves after EA. No. Never. They've been so... Well, they're EA are the good guys now. Activision have taken over. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 are looking like the good guys more and more. Uh, we're just looking at that. Uh, and it's kind of on the side. EA not so related to Final Fantasy, but uh, they took up Rock Band and then they now yeah, they've taken up now Infinity, taking Wars Infinity Wars. Now they're Infinity Wars heads. 
they're just dominating. Everybody's yeah. happy with them because it's like, hey, you guys are getting screwed over by Activision. Guess what? We'll give you a job. Yeah, the former bad guy becomes the good guy when a new yeah. bad guy reigns, which yeah. would be Activision. Now EA is like the weird, freakishly large underdog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the underdog, even though it's like a gigantic... <laughs> Goliath? Yeah. Cerberus? Yeah. It's like the three-headed just beast of a dog. It's what Square Enix wants to become. It is somehow the underdog. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy IX. I think I'd get on PSN. I, I like the game. I think squeeze down on the PSP screen, it'll look pretty good. Yeah. Have you played it at all, Jamie? I have not. That's Ever. one of the ones I've never played. It's worth playing. The music is great. Yeah. Story's fun. And there's... And Wait, am I thinking the right It doesn't one? take forever to get going. doesn't it have that famous scene, the ballroom scene. Is that nine? It's, that's eight. That's eight. eight. Oh, see, I always mix up eight and nine. Jamie. Always mixing up eight what and are you nine. Doing? I should buy eight on PSN, though. That's the one, the one I saw. All our listeners are now just sighing. I haven't played eight or nine. That's like the in-between games I just haven't played. Yeah. It's like six, seven. Now they're contemplating <laughs> killing you. Yeah. Well, I, I don't feel like I'm missing much not having played eight, but uh, that's because I played half of it. And <laughs> now like, you're just alienating everyone. Yeah, I just alienating It's like, audience. ooh, junction system <laughs> still. And, and what's up with this squall guy? What's with this squall guy? <laughs> that squall well, guy. I should be fair. What's, wait, up with, what's up with Monkey Boy? I played hey, he was about enthusiastic. two hours of nine, I think. Yeah? About two hours, because I was at a friend's house, and he was like, I just got Final Fantasy nine. He's like, you want to play it? And I was like, I started playing it. He's like, I got to go somewhere. I'll be back. And I sat in his room and played it for two hours, and I was like... Where'd he go? <laughs> and then I just stopped. I, I just shut then it off. This missing to look child for report him. came up on the radio, and I was like, yeah. huh. I just remember walking through tunnels and creating my character's name, and uh, that was about it. I don't really remember much. That I think I had funny. like two fights, kidnapped someone, uh, and then. Yeah. I think I think that uh, random off shooting generally wraps up our Final Fantasy news. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, kicking it into our questions segment. So our first question is from Kupo7. They say, hello, um, I would like it a lot if Square Enix made another Final Fantasy movie like Advent Children, only if it was a Final Fantasy 13 movie or similar. I love the fight scenes because in a real movie, you can't really do those stunts. And also, Advent Children has fantastic graphics and story. Does Square Enix have enough time or resources to make one? Uh, just to, just to disagree up yeah. right there, I disagree on the fantastic story, but... The graphics I would agree yeah. with. Definitely fantastic graphics. Yeah. It's very attractive looking graphics. Yeah. Delicious. I don't know about them making another movie. It, I think it would be cool if I, they did I a tie-in with a release of a Final Fantasy. Like if they did like Versus and release like a tie-in with that, that would be a really cool idea. How would that work? I don't know. Like would it be the same story or what? I don't know. Or something, something like that. I guess kind of like they did Final Fantasy uh, 13 Episode Zero. Yeah. I'd like if they do another movie. I'd like to see it be a theatrical release, but that would probably kill the company. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, we just spent all of our money to make this movie that may not do that well. I mean, they could, but I mean, the the uh, Advent Children, though I did watch it about eighty times. I, it's probably about to completely contradict my point I'm about to make it, but uh, it's not like a game. It doesn't have that longevity where I can come back and just. Keep, keep watching it. Keep, keep playing it years <laughs> later. Well, I mean, I, I watched it to death, and I can't watch that movie anymore. It's a, you watch it so much, and I think at the time it was because, you know, I used to be really obsessed with Seven. So, of course, I would instantly I watched it once, like it. and that was more than enough for me. <laughs> I think yeah. I've seen it like four times. Yeah. So, well, it's not 80 times, but probably <laughs> a round it. number like that. But, uh, 
I digress. I think Square Enix <laughs> has the resources to make it because Kyle bought so many copies that they're set for life. That is true. That you is do true. have, what, four copies of it? I, I At one time I did. I think I have two right now. Because you had the DVD, the special edition DVD, the Blu-ray combo sort of thing. Yeah, I've, I and imported you have the UMD as well. Japan. No, I sold that. Oh, yeah, and you had the UMD. I had the UMD. So you did have four copies. You pretty much had it in every single format. The you only copies I want to keep right now are the special edition and, and the Blu-ray. So I might just chuck the DVD. I'm not really the collector's type. <laughs> Do you want a DVD, Jamie? I think I already have it, actually. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we'll put up a prize sometime. Kyle's copy of Avent Children. Wait, it's yeah. Scratch. What the hell? Okay, anyway, on to the, t- on to the question. Gently loved. I, I'm sure they have the resources, and I'm sure they could make the time eventually, but I don't think, it, I don't think they should. I, I mean, I liked Avent Children. I wish the story was better so that I could like the story, but I don't I don't think movies are their, their forte. I think cutscenes are their forte. Cutscenes, yeah, but I mean they do it well enough cinematically in a game, and right. I mean you, you you get Final Fantasy for a game really more than you do a movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Just I I could see them doing more animated like Last Order. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could see that. My my main concern about a movie is it takes as long to produce as a game. So just make a game. Yeah, because I can get so many hours out of that. Yeah, like I can sixty, do much better, I and think. then I can play it twelve times over. Yeah. It's like, just like seven. <laughs> so, uh, Daryl, final thought? I, I think they may at some point. I don't know if it's such a good idea. It depends what the material is. Like, if Final Fantasy XV is the best game ever and everyone likes the characters to death and the story, then sure, why not? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Avon Children did horribly. Like, No, no, it sold very well. I mean, they made money off that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, there's a return on investment there for them yeah. if they wanted to. Very true, very true. I'm sure the spirits within is in the back of their mind. Though. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, what did we do wrong here? Oh, yeah. It made it completely separate from the franchise. I think the funny thing is, is that it wasn't really a bad movie. It, it wasn't. Just that, it's just nothing yeah, to do wasn't. with Final Fantasy. Yeah, everybody's just like, it's not based on a game, so I won't watch it. Then it wasn't like, didn't follow the uh, you know, Final Fantasy traditions or whatever. Yeah, but it was good. I'd like to see another uh, one of those, but they won't do it. It had Sid. Yeah, it did have Sid. It did have Sid, yeah. And it had spirits. It had Gaia. Yeah, that's enough, right? Yeah, it had the name. Yeah. Anyway, You're set. <laughs> Do you want to take the next question from Slayer of Time? He says, or asks, what's your view on the whole getting gill in the recent Final Fantasy games? I thought it was easier to get gill after you just killed some monsters off and stuff. Now, especially in 12 and 13, you have to sell your stuff. But with 13, you have to use most of it to make uh, up- upgrades for items. What do you, what do you think about that? Well... I'll tell you, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like upgrade systems where you require like a million different items from different monsters and you're like always missing that one that you got to go back and get. Well, in 13, how it works is you get all this junk from the end of battles and they're worth a certain amount of points, which you can use to towards upgrading. So say you want to upgrade your sword from level one to two, you need a thousand points and you use, you know, dead carcass number one and then you use bit of metal number three bit of metal number three might be worth like 800 points and that carcass is worth 100 points but this is all the same material you also have to choose between that you want to sell for gill so you have to choose between selling it for gill or using it for upgrade points and i'm just like i'm so split i just want to upgrade like a fiend Mm -hmm. but i also don't want to be broke so i'd rather they just kept them separate so like i know it makes more sense to you know get a pelt at the end of a battle or a broken bone or something or find loose metal in treasure chests and whatnot. But 
it makes it easier if it's just gill dropping from a monster. I Although, know it makes no sense, but it it yeah it's better like, game mechanics. By the end, of, by the end of the game, I I didn't sell any of the stuff that I picked up, and I ended up with like ten thousand gill just from what I picked up. The only thing I find is odd about that is like, what's more disturbing, having like these monsters drop random items, or having them like rip through an animal to pull out a broken bone from their <laughs> leg. <laughs> Just ha- go happy go lucky. Yay, what a great battle! Let's dissect oh, this. Yeah, thing. that was a great battle. Let's cut off its arms and sell it to a vendor. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's put them on our weapon. Yeah, I just fought this great dragon. Let's just pick off one scale. And you'd think that game would look so much darker, like with the materials you used to upgrade weapons, just like <laughs> covered in blood and bones on your swords and stuff. Like it'd just be gross. Just be wearing like the nastiest I, pelts. It's it's magic. I think it worked a lot better in twelve Barbaric. than it did in thirteen. Well, because was twelve was kind of going along the eleven system, where you go and you get money off uh, defeating humanoid type creatures, but in the eleven it really works because you can sell the items to other people, mm. and that's how you make most of your money. Twelve they had the whole loot system, so you didn't really need to use them for anything other than crafting. Mm. Thirteen is just like you don't know if you're selling something that you might want to keep. Yeah, exactly. You don't know if you're ever going to get it again. Yeah, I just wish they kept keep them separate. I don't care if you know a wolf happens to drop money. Oh well, if he drops money, he drops money. Wolf we'll just drop a bear. I don't pop. think any of us were complaining. Aside, we were probably like, "That's." No, I don't think anybody thought about it at the time, but you know, in retrospect, oh yeah, it's kind of bizarre that giant piece of whatever just dropped twenty bucks. Yeah, we're gonna, just, we're gonna put this money in a coke it. machine. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's just you know, he just threw up a bunch of money that he ate from a vending machine. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's just proof that this thing eats people. Thus, yeah. I was justified in killing it. Yeah. <laughs> it just proves more things. Okay. They justified it in Borderlands by when you kill the birds, they would sometimes drop guns and stuff, but it's just stuff they ate. Um, and the uh, the stronger the bird, the larger their stomach, so they would tend to hold better loot. There you go. Makes sense, kind of. We eat shiny things. Why they'd eat gigantic metal guns, I don't know. A- but Any final thoughts on uh, on the new system? The new I don't like it. Me neither. I don't like it. Oh. What, what do you think, Jamie? I don't know. It's it's interesting, but I I have to play around with it a little more, I think, yeah. to see for sure what I feel about it. All right. Listeners can ask us whatever they want, including Final Fantasy gaming podcast site and forums related stuff. Final Fantasy stuff usually takes the cake, though. You can ask the questions on the gamingunion.net forums. I really encourage people to ask questions. We had a bunch for this episode, which will... Uh, probably go into our next episode as well but I like to have a whole bunch to choose from which is good and we're getting a lot of good questions asked so thanks to everybody who's asking questions how you can uh, get on the forums is you know just sign up and then go to the FF Union questions thread in the podcast section and you can also ask questions on FXN so next Monday's episode will be Mini Gup and the next Final Fantasy Union will be released on May 4th if there's any changes to the schedule we'll let you know on either Kingdom Hearts Union or Mini Gup or on Twitter uh, you can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search Final Fantasy, and we are number one. And of course, you can catch every episode at FinalFantasyUnion.com, along with all our Final Fantasy news coverage. And a special thanks to our site staff, Omen and Karen. And if you would like to apply for FinalFantasyUnion.com, email me. My email address is Kyle at GamingUnion.net. And before we say goodbye, I think Daryl had a special announcement. I do. We actually have a new show coming out this week. It's going to come out on Friday, which is called Liveware Network. And it's going to be to talk about downloadable games from Xbox Live Arcade, PSN, WiiWare, that kind of stuff. 
So if you're interested in that kind of thing, make sure you check it out. You definitely should. We've been batting around this idea for quite a while. Well, sort of. Most of a while. Most of a while. So yeah, we'll, we'll uh, put up the first episode on this feed as well, so you guys can get a taste. But it'll be its own series. So, Jamie, Daryl, would you like to say your farewells? See you next time. <laughs> Overlord Jamie. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl? See you later, guys. And I'm Kyle saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMusic.com and FinalFantasyUnion.com production. <laughs>